That's because that's what the government wants you to do. But the reality is, when I say you can utilize some of that money, I feel very good about it because I look at it as a transfer of investment. You're not spending it. You're simply reallocating money that was in securities and you're putting it in the secure realm. I'm Kevin Attright and I'm on a mission to help you with investing secrets, empowering you to succeed financially, changing your financial perspective and growing your wealth in good times and in bad. And when the next crisis comes, those prepared to weather the storm will achieve great success while the world melts with fear. Investing Secrets with Kevin Attride. I am so excited to introduce a dear friend of mine, John Clark. The first time I first connected with John, I was blown away. Not only is he an expert in his space, he's an expert in spaces adjacent to his space. Not only in the mortgage brokerage space, uh, mortgage loans for, for residential, for commercial, but also he knows a great deal about real estate investing. So this is just a wonderful opportunity to introduce you to John Clark, who's a dear friend and a man who loves to give back to his clients and to his community. John, so thankful that you've joined us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, wonderful to meet with you today and hopefully add some value. Like you said, what you ended there with is my passion, helping other people, being resourceful, bridging them from where they are, you know, being a bridge for them to get from where they are to, you know, where they want to go in life, both spiritually, financially, and uh, preferably with real estate involved. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your experience, and, and who you are. I had about 30 plus years of uh, being involved in financial services from a variety of uh, helping people in the automobile field with uh, either autos themselves or most of that was spent in the corporate world uh, with lending. And then I also was a financial advisor for 10 years with the various uh, licenses that go with that. Uh, that also involved uh, insurance products as well. well. I've been in the mortgage business itself about 18 and a half years, but I uh, spent the last four and a half years focusing on uh, investor grade lending in the real estate space, anywhere from $100,000 to $100 million projects, uh, and you know, kind of everywhere in between there, different styles of real estate, investors all over the United States, uh, probably a focus in certain pockets of the country, but uh, available to folks in, in any United States uh, area. And then uh, that has just developed those relationships, knowledge, and my mind is one that tries to glean from all that I'm exposed to. And since I have large scale exposure to numerous investors of different sizes and experience levels, I've been able to really actually learn pretty quickly without having to make some of the mistakes. And it's my passion, as I said earlier, to transfer that knowledge to others that care and are interested so that they can be benefited, avoid the landmines out there in the landscape of real estate and uh, also benefit from some excellent advice on how to finance and leverage those properties on a semi-regular basis to accelerate and propel their business. Today's episode has been made possible by our presenting sponsors, Living Wealth, Bank on Yourself with Private Family Financing, Norada Real Estate Investments, your premier source for nationwide turnkey investment properties, and Lighthouse Wealth, your trusted light for practical guidance to experience financial freedom. People are interested in improving their finances, 
Um, and people are also interested in practical tips. Can you give us some practical tips to help people as they're trying to build their wealth, improve their financial perspective? I'll start a little bit on a macro level just to say that I think two there's two things that uh, many investors whether they're new or have been involved in it for a while, get caught in and or maybe miss, and then we can you know provide that into a practical action. One of which would be market timing. You kind of just mentioned, hey, this is where we are now. But you could be watching this video 10 years from now and be in a different sector. So I think the reality that many people miss is they are not looking at the overarching market. What's happening in the economy and in the real estate market specifically, and then a related industry is the lending, because most people don't have pure cash, 100% cash to pay for things. So they need assistance with that. So I, I find that many investors enter the market very narrowly focused only on themselves and only on their own situation. So uh, I would say, you know, it's important for them to do some market research. Uh, and, and my point about getting narrowly focused leads me to the point number two, which is many investors are only thinking about their own money. What do I have? And therefore, this is all I can do. And those two things, I think, are consistent across most investors I have met across the United States, uh, and especially those that are a little earlier in their first five years of engagement. They tend to only focus on the money they have, and then they do some math after a little bit of research or some knowledge that they've gotten. And at that point, then they try to make a decision about what they can invest in only on the funds they currently have in their hands. So again, keeping that market-mindedness and realizing that there is other monies out there, there are interested parties at different times, there's different groups based upon the market, uh, those are two related points, that might be willing to give you money, gift you money, or invest money with you to experience that opportunity with you. Uh, and so an action step would be first, do your research. You know, look at, look at all the videos that are on this site, which cover a wide range of investment opportunities uh, and will probably awaken you to some things that are going on in the market or opportunities that you weren't even aware of. So it's a lack of awareness, a lack of understanding and a lack of consideration of the market around you. Most people are just making a personal decision based on their own personal circumstances and maybe not as awake to what's going on around them because market timing is important. The good thing with real estate though, a little helpful encouragement to those out there would be to say, there's really not a bad time to invest in real estate. Are there different impacts? Yes, and do you have to have some different considerations when you're stepping into the market? That's that market awareness that would drive and affect and impact your own personal goals and timing. But it's always a good thing to get into real estate. It's intrinsic in its value, meaning it's built into what it is. It's shelter, right? And and hopefully safe and, and secure shelter uh, or one that could become that if you're investing in uh, devalued property. So the, the idea would be that there's never a bad time. Uh, you just need to realize that at what point in the market and overall economy are you entering into real estate so that it affects your timing, the amount you're willing to pay and, how, and what a leverage or financing is available. So I would, again, the tip would be do some market research, talk to some uh, quality people in the business, re you know, watch these videos that are on this site, take the time before you leap so that when you step into the market, it really isn't a leap. It's a calculated, well thought out action step for your family. John, that's really helpful. Go just a little bit deeper into research. You know, when I, you know, when I hear the term research, 
you know, it may be different for me versus many other people. Can you get, uh, can you give just a few specifics in addition to our site? Um, can you give some specifics of where people might go, who they might talk to? Because, you know, if you're just starting off for the first time, it, it can be a little, little overwhelming. I think you're absolutely right. Just reading a workbook or a textbook or listening to a podcast is not enough. Those are some ideas. There are books, there's articles, there's websites and podcasts out there in addition to this uh, well-equipped website that you're already on uh, or maybe will visit after watching this video uh, where there's a lot of visual content. I would say you brought out a good point, uh, Kevin, and that is contact people. How can I engage people? Because sometimes story is the best way we learn. And you're going to hear stories from other investors or people in the industry to help you uh, take the right path and avoid those landmines that I referenced earlier. So I would look for uh, specifically uh, get involved in a, a real estate investment group, REI. There's REIA, which is a real estate investor association. It's a national organization that has different chapters and, and groups. Also, you can just look on simple apps like meetup.com and find free uh, entry into groups and free meetings to go to that have content. But really more than the content is meeting the people, like Kevin said, how can I engage someone who's in this industry, who's maybe been down the road a little further, or if they're a full-time active, uh, aggressive, well-equipped realtor, a real estate professional, you would want to look for them. Those can be maybe found online, found in those groups, uh, or you know, digging through connections that you have and going maybe one, two, three layers deep till you get to somebody who actually is full-time, active, does volume, works with investors, understands the considerations there that are different than if you're looking for a primary home. And then in addition to that, someone such as myself, who's in the lending world as well, because we deal with lots of different clients, lots of different markets, properties, and real estate professionals, we can actually probably be a, a terrific resource. People like myself who are active and engaged and connected and doing volume with lots of different professionals, we can probably direct you just as well or better than maybe even some real estate people who might focus on property, but may not know all about the other aspects. So uh, I would say reaching out to those that you say, well, I don't know anybody, ask the people that you do know specifically for uh, a mortgage broker who deals in investing, a real estate uh, uh, professional who works with investors, and then looking on sites to find groups to engage people around you, whether it be in church and sport groups, uh, activities you've done with your children, maybe fellow parents, talking with people, finding out if they know anybody, because that interpersonal relationship and the stories that you can find out will be very useful and powerful in your life. Thank you, John. Um, can you can you go back to tips, other tips you have to help people to really advance their wealth or just to gain a different financial perspective? This is to give you a snippet and a teaser and benefit you, but also help you see that there's a lot of good value on the website that hosts these videos uh, that are a little longer and more in depth. So for today, one of the tips I could give would be many people, a heavy majority of Americans, put money into employer-sponsored retirement plans, commonly thrown out as 401ks. There are also other styles uh, of TSP or thrift savings plans and uh, 459s and other things that are out there that are other tax code numbers. But really, uh, any employer-sponsored plan can be utilized as an asset of finances that you might not have thought to use for real estate investing. Uh, 
And one of the big points about that would be that you have the opportunity to access that money and then also give you some comfort as to why does that make sense? Why would I touch my retirement, my future income to deal with a property today? Wait a minute, what kind of advice is this guy giving me? That doesn't seem right. Because many people are focused on, well, I've got to put this away, but it becomes a little bit of a silent thing, a little bit of a sleeper because it comes out of checks automatically. People aren't thinking about the money there. They've parked in their mind that it's for 60 years old or older. That's because that's what the government wants you to do. But the reality is when I say you can utilize some of that money, I feel very good about it because I look at it as a transfer of investment. You're not spending it. You're simply reallocating money that was in securities and you're putting it in the secure realm of real estate. The reason why I would recommend that is because the returns you get on your securities investments are only on the money you and if you have the blessing of an employer match, the employer match and your money going in together is getting a return on that amount of money. And that's it. You say, well, what do you, what do you mean? Of course, that's it. Well, no, with real estate, when you move money into real estate, you're getting two styles. You're getting income and appreciation. And the appreciation is on the macro scale of the value of the property, not the value of the money you invested. If you put $20,000 a year into your uh, qualified plan with your employer, which would be probably a little bit over the maximum for many people on here. So let's drop that down to $15,000, $1,250 a month, close to the annual limit that you can contribute depending on your age. So $1,250 a month will buy you a $300,000 property, maybe $250,000 property. We'll bring that down, two fifty. dollars so you're going to get a return on $250,000 for an annual contribution of 15,000 whereas if you put 15,000 into your 401k for instance you're getting a return on 15,000 not 250,000 they're both investments one is just leveraged at the macro scale the other is at the micro scale and so they'll sell you on the idea of compounding interest over time but what they don't tell you is it takes 15 years before you hit the proverbial financial frontier where there's breakthrough and compounding really has significant value. So if you're only putting 15,000 in for 15 years, you might hit the financial frontier, but it's gonna be in a pretty small number. And so in this case, you could already be at that number on day one and that number will keep growing. So 250 over 15 years could become 750,000 in value. And so now you've grown the value, you have no debt, and you have pure income. Something much greater than you would have in your investment account for retirement. So they actually end up producing the result that you most people originally put the money into is for future income. But one will get you there faster, start out higher, and develop and mature much better. They're both semi-safe investments, but... Real estate's probably a little bit better because what I mentioned earlier, it's intrinsic in its value. We're not having to manufacture value and pump it up with false expectations of the future. We actually have something that has value today and will continue to have a sustained value over time because you can live in it. Nobody lives in their mutual funds. Only other tip I would say is just real quick, and this would take a little further explanation, could make a whole video about it, but I would just say if you're going to invest in real estate, one other thing I would really strongly consider if I were you and I am an investor is that I would consider 
placing those into an LLC, making it a business and protecting my family against liability or any potential lawsuit in the future so that when I'm embarking or if I've already started and I want to make a transition, I think that's one of the first steps I really speak about with investors. Is this in the name of an entity or is it in you, your name or you and your wife's name or you and a partner's name? If it's in individual names, you are fully exposed to the maximum extent of liability, even if you have a liability insurance policy. So I would say that's one thing to really look into is placing your investments in real estate in the name of a business, of which you can't do with a 401k. With the caveat that this is not individualized advice, John, can you provide our listeners with the guidance the advice that you have for your clients, especially in today's market? It's pretty obvious by the the news and information that's out there, but maybe if people haven't been paying attention, it's worth pointing out that uh, pricing in this year, we're talking in 2022, has, has gone up in most items, You know, the, especially items that we deal with every day, gasoline and uh, groceries, supplies for housing, uh, supplies for your living, uh, and then also interest rates for financing. You know, we are in an inflationary mode. So you said, give some advice. What do you do? So first I was trying to set the stage so that then we can say, okay, uh, one, I would consider. In times of turmoil, guidance from successful investors and the wealthy is critical for your success. Subscribe to our premium content to ensure you are well-equipped for the growing crisis. John, it's so awesome having you. Can you just provide our audience how they can best get a hold of you? So you can find me easily online by accessing our website at www.accessfmc.com and then put in backslash solution providers. Uh, That's the name of our team. And you can also reach me best by email because that's constantly in front of me unless I'm on a call or a video like this. I'm usually available through email immediately, jclark at access-fmc.com or on website. You also, if you're searching on LinkedIn or just type in John Clark Jr. uh, and you want to look anywhere on the East Coast, you'll find me on several different sites. Zillow is a place I'm also on. So You should be able to type in my information and find me online. Once we connect, I'll be able to speak with you directly uh, via phone. Before you go, there are more secret investing tips coming that are quite powerful to help you build your wealth. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything from our seasoned experts. If you want a VIP introduction to our experts, click on the link below. In addition, make sure you listen to our past episodes so that you don't miss out on a single secret. If you're ready, it's time for you to experience financial freedom. The information contained in this episode are opinions not to be used as individual guidance. As always, consult your own financial team for your investment decisions.